All right, we're back with Thessalonians. Mm-hmm. Just four and five today. Is this what we did yesterday? Yes, we started the book yesterday. We started the book yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then we finished up second Thessalonians today. Yep. So I can't wait to do that one, because that one will just be in one. Mm-hmm. We'll just be able to do all three Yeah, we'll finish up this today, and then tomorrow we'll be back with second Thessalonians just all in one episode. All right, well, go ahead and take a minute to pray before we go ahead and start and do these last two. And then? If there is anything that we can do for you guys, anything we can lift up in prayer, if you need a Bible, if you need something else physically in your lives that you are without, um, if you need counsel, you have questions, anything like that that we can possibly do to help to serve you and your family, just go to APHomeChurch.com and you can message us there. Um, Obviously, we share these daily Bible studies. We share homeschool plans and all kinds of various different podcast topics, our free homeschool magazine, but all of the stuff is on there. So we're just praying that it will get to whoever God needs it to get to today. So go check that out. If there's anything we can do, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yep. So we're in chapter four in NLT. Mm -hmm. NLT during the week. And my ESV is on the Sunday studies. Yes. Which I prefer. Yes. Especially when it comes to a book like Thessalonians. You say that about every book. I do. I know I've said that a lot. So we usually read in the ES. Brandon prefers to study in the ESV translation, which I don't know how much time any of you have spent looking at the different translations, but there's various pros and cons to each one. Um, the NLT, this is our Bible study that we do as a family. And I feel like the way the NLT yeah, for your kids comes and stuff. off, it just, and I, guys, I like the NLT. Yeah. It, <laughs> but I think it just, it comes out, um, just flows better. I think. It does. And it really, it grew on me just being somebody that had already read but it didn't take until I already read through it that it really kind of was starting there were some things starting to bother me about it but I realized it was just more so me just kind of being nitpicky about things but I wouldn't recommend it for people to to study out of or to um I mean as far as older people or if you want to get like seriously deep into things that's this is not a translation that you're gonna go with but with like your kids you know younger kids all the way up to teenagers and stuff this is definitely more you know the way that it flows and the wording is definitely more relevant it's not that it's flawed and things are wrong no not at all and and that's a problem that is a problem in a lot of other versions that are out there i'm definitely not one of those onlyism people yeah. with it. Um, I think there's definitely versions that you should stay away from, but I also, I mean, if somebody studies in NIV, cool. If somebody studies in NLT, okay. <laughs> if you study in ESV, you're more awesome. Um, NASB is, is really good because that is word, I mean, that is directly derived from the Greek. Mm-hmm. So that that is a study tool. That, I mean, a lot of teachers use that version. 
I'm not a. I like it for what it is. I'm just not a huge fan of using that version every single day. But none of that matters. We're at NLT. <laughs> feel better now? Not really. Now I feel like why did I explain? But somebody wanted to hear it, I suppose. So now that Brandon explained that, chapter four. Chapter four. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus to live in a way that pleases God, as we have taught you. You live in this way already, and we encourage you to do so even more. For you remember what we taught you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. God's will is for you to be holy, so stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor not in lustful passion like the pagans who do not know God and his ways. Never harm or cheat a Christian brother in this matter by violating his wife, for the Lord avenges all such sins as we have solemnly warned you before. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching, but is rejecting God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Obviously, the focus here being all, all sexual, sexual sin. sin, but yeah, I mean, the whole uh, other wife thing, that whole thing has n- always been a problem. It has. In every culture, mm-hmm. but it's a very, very serious thing in Christian culture, and I'm, yeah, it's a, it's a sucky thing. Well, and it's something to note of the things that we as the Christian church as a whole have put great emphasis onto and in with which sins we deem worse than others, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. We put so much issue in. It's like, look at our world today. Look at how the family unit has fallen apart. We go after one another's wives fornication runs rampant we, oh, yeah. we shack sure. up and live in sin you know we have little names for it and little sign you know and, and whatever obviously with well the, it's everywhere it's tv shows it's yeah movies, with the expulsion you know with the explosion of homosexuality and you know all these other things i mean sexual sin is the core sin to many problems that we are dealing with within our society and the christian church today and so obviously the the point that Paul calls this sin out specifically. Like, we're not talking about drinking too much. We're not talking about lying. You know, of all the sins that there are, there's this one specifically that he is calling out and kind of putting an extra note onto, you know. And then you look around at the world today, and it's like, well, (laughs) no kidding. No, I I think the reason why the world is broken down today, Mm -hmm. all roots in sexual sin. Oh, yeah. Like that. I mean, and that's just what murder, sex, you know, immorality, all of that. But, yeah, to call it out specifically and to say these things. But this is also audience. This is a very, in the in the Greek and Roman culture, this happened quite often as well. Well, so. of course, and look at how our culture today quite imitates. Oh, yeah. Most we're everything direct, we have copy, is uh, pulled but, directly from this. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Search yourself. Make sure when we're reading these things to not be, to not do, that you are searching yourself and your heart and your actions as we go through this. We all need to do this. Yeah. Verse 9. 
But we don't need to write you about the importance of loving each other, for God himself has taught you to love one another. Indeed, you already show your love for all the believers throughout Macedonia. Even so, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you to love them even more. Make it a goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands, just as we instructed you before. Then people who are not Christians will respect the way you live, and you will not need to depend on others. This is one of the verses that we that we read and <clears throat> we took definitely took literally. But I remember this one specifically going like, that's what it says. It says to live a quiet life, to mind your own business, to kind of live apart, not not completely outside of where you're making no contact and, and making, you sure. know, not like that. Like I'm the not crazy talking hermit about being a up hermit. in the mountain. But it's definitely, you're definitely not the the person that is like everybody else that's outside. You know, you kind of have your own way about you. You kind of do your own thing. You're quiet, peaceful. You don't get involved in all of this. You're meant to look and live, you know, this quiet uh, lifestyle and make other people who are not believers be like, man, this lifestyle looks really appealing and look at how humble and look at how peaceful and look at how awesome. I think that's that's Claudia's word, right? <laughs> awesome. awesome, yeah. Um, that was just from Saturday. And we actually have a podcast coming up Thursday, April 4th, based off of these couple scriptures right here um, with a guest co-host I guess what do you want to call him but um my brother joined us and this was a podcast we did with him and oh yeah I forgot about that one it, we recorded it like a what two weeks ago now Something but it's like coming that. up April 4th we'll have it posted um that's when it's scheduled to go up and it's discussing kind of this idea here and taking that quite literally mm -hmm. um to apply to your life so it's one that has always been a um a big favorite in our home. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Although we haven't always, like, not dependent on others. <laughs> that always has been a gift. But... Yeah. But, at the same time, we've been lucky and blessed. But that is the goal. Like, we want to... You know, you do. You want to self-maintain so you're not depending on the world or anybody outside of the world or causing a burden to anybody outside. Mm -hmm. so. Unless you can help it. I mean... Well, it's the time and season that right. you're in. We that also did a... We be... just did a podcast, remember, the, about yeah. suffering where yeah. we were talking about a completely different situation here, so... Because there come times for some people within certain seasons that that isn't, that's why it says make it your goal. Mm -hmm. This is my goal, but even if you're in this time of suffering, that time of suffering that you are having to rely on help, which it is our Christ-like duty to give, your goal isn't so that you can go and live a life that's opposite of what Christ is calling us to do. Your goal is still to do this. You might just not be in that season where you're getting to live out that goal right yeah. now. But anyways, 
Okay, Brandon's favorite book and favorite chapter for today. For today, for right now. For right now, and go, verse 13. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know what will happen to the believers who have died, so you will not grieve like the people who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns... God will bring back with him the believers who have died. So we as believers have great hope, not like everybody else. Right, the the Thessalonians, they were kind of freaking out and worried. Obviously, they didn't have the, the New Testament put together. They didn't have this full picture. Paul did spend a lot of time with them teaching them a lot of things about this, but he apparently had to reiterate things a few times and it's still i mean it, it's still stuff to that scholars and they they study to this day and still are trying to debate over but what's important here is that and this will be part of our end times podcast that comes up again pretty soon but this is a very different uh gathering with the lord than than the lord coming in judgment yes just as in, um, I pointed out a few podcasts ago, in there's a verse in Hebrews, I think it's 9.38, I don't know, that I could be wrong, I have to look it up, I'll look, look it up while I'm talking, but the verse in Hebrews um, specifically says that we know that Jesus is going to come in again not to deal with sin, but to... What is it? Well, it can't be 938 because 9 only goes to 27. Okay, that's wrong then. Oh, but you, no, um, it's 928. 28! So yeah, you that's were, okay, sorry, you were technically right. So 928, and I'm going to start in 27. And just as each person is destined to die once, and after that comes judgment, so also Christ was offered once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. He will come again, not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him. Yeah. I see that it, I see that as a rapture verse mm-hmm. in Hebrews there, which we believe that the rapture was revealed to Paul, mm-hmm. and the writer of Hebrews was extremely close to Paul and very intelligent. Sure. So this would have been something that he would have definitely understand this different gathering, but we have two specific gatherings. Or, or or two specific different events coming. But we have one coming, second coming of Christ. We want to make that clear. And a lot of people that, that argue against a pre-tribulational view will say that, well, Christ only comes once. You know, you can't have three second, you know, two second comings. Yeah. No, you're right. Because one is in appearing, in a gathering up, Christ appeared. The rapture and to, the second coming right. are not. Not the same, because he's not dealing with sin, but to save those who are eagerly awaiting him. Mm -hmm. So that would be the ones that he's going to save who are eagerly awaiting him would be the rapture of the church. The the this appearing that Paul is speaking in. Well, and that's where there's the trumpet shot of God. Well, and that's the other and the Lord himself will come down Mm -hmm. as opposed to we have. we have the Lord coming 
and setting foot on earth. Yes. And the whole landscape of earth changing and him coming, but the him coming in his appearing is coming in judgment to deal mm-hmm. with sin. Mm-hmm. His next time that he's going to be on earth is to deal with sin. So if he's going to appear a second time, but not to deal with sin, but to save, logically to me, that's that's a rapture verse to me. Because it wouldn't be the second coming, but when else between his death or his ascension to right. heaven and the second coming do we see him again? Right. There is no other place except for a rapture. Right, and we'll go deeper into that, into the the in the end times podcast but this this specifically here the reason why Heidi said that I get so excited over it is because this is a this is the not the revealing but this is the um, where you get the general idea of this being a completely different event than Mm -hmm. what we're talking about in other verses and the point here just to stop the fact that he's even making note of this whole believers who have died in our hope for any of us that have lost someone yeah. here in this yeah, life. Yeah, why are you sad? Don't don't freak out. Which they didn't go about, anywhere. We, we talked about, um, we did a grief podcast right. when my aunt died. And I just talked about, dies, yeah. And we I talked about that. this then. But um, it's it's this scripture here that I think all of us have lost someone mm-hmm. in our life. That we know is a believer. But it... it it hurts to lose them, right. right? And so this little part here is Paul reassuring them, hey, them, don't worry about them. Right. Oh, he's going to take care of them, you yeah. know? So that's just a, a great point. Matter and for anyone fact. who is grieving now and going through stuff, I mean, this is such a great um, reassurance that we have. Matter of fact, he's going to bring them back yeah. with him in this catching up. So yeah. in this... In this in this rapture in this period wherever it is that he has prepared for I don't know like where exactly it is we're going this is an he doesn't ex- specify to the room he has prepared mm-hmm. this is a very exciting thing to be looking forward to I don't really care I just want to see him <laughs> that's it <laughs> at this point it could be that else. like remember that horrible like sketchy hotel we stayed at yeah, that one night coming back Anaheim, from Knott's Ferry yeah, yeah. yeah when we were so tired and we're pretty sure somebody was murdered there but we were so tired yeah, like we didn't night, even care no it was like the night like the yeah, day before they was, like, or something the there was still the police tape but they we're still like, let us. we're like whatever I'm so tired I just need to go to bed like it could be there and I yeah. don't care because I get to be with Christ yeah and all those that I have lost like we get to all be reunited yeah. like there's so many amazing things to look forward to here but and that's like on. You know, and that's that's an assurance. That's kind of like a uh, you know benefit of this whole thing is this is so much hope that other believers that believers don't non-believers yeah. don't have. Yeah, and that's what's the importance of you know. I mean, obviously, spreading the word and 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 spreading the gospel so that all could be saved. And also realizing how real it is. The fact that there's no hope. If you don't know Christ. Well, and I honestly think that Paul even mentioning here going into this, why this is so important about the fact that those that we have loved, you know, passing on how that they will be um, brought up to, is we all, yes, want to see Jesus. We want to be with Jesus, right? We know how good that is to look forward to, but sometimes it's kind of hard to thoroughly wrap your mind around that right like to take this 
person that we've always read about and studied about and believed in, but to translate that quite literally. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of a hard oh, yeah, thing to yeah. fully yeah, wrap yeah, yourself completely. around. And somebody's going, hey, everybody who's died that you miss, that you're worried about, what's going to happen to them? Where are they? Like my mom, my aunt, mm-hmm. my dad, my brother, my child, my you know, whatever it may be. They're there too. Like it's just I feel like a lot of these things, especially right now that we're getting ready to go into, are very like supernatural you know, happening it's funny things. You and think, this gives you like that. But you think of like a little... hey, uh, I don't know why you always go younger, but you always notice those like certain pictures and you think of like that specific person. Like you, you think of like a picture when your aunt was younger yeah. and everything was like, you know, like Oh my gosh, that's probably totally what she's going. Yeah, you know what I mean? Isn't yeah, that what you yeah, go back like, to? Like I don't know. I was, but like, I look one, at my my grandma, right? Yeah. That picture with my mom and when In my grandma's hallway. younger. Yeah, yeah, and I go, that's the way I think I'm going to be able to like see but grandma. Right, I don't know why I, feel like I do that. Sometimes when I picture my aunt, I, there was this picture of her that used to hang behind the front door in the house back right. in California, and it was her. Like young girl, like when her and first got married, you know, type of a thing. And you're right when you think of that. Yeah. Like I almost think of you're like, like you think like that's what that. I'm gonna see for yeah. some reason. I don't know why we always maybe that's just something that we do subconsciously in our I brains, know. but maybe there's a reason for it too. But I also feel like I need to add one thing. I know it's also having no hope for non-believers. Many of us have lost people that we know. We're not. We're not believers. Mm-hmm. And that just makes our hearts bleed. I mean, it does here. Yeah. But not that it's any comfort, but during this period, you will have a perfect understanding of God's plan, picture, and reasoning. Your reasoning will change. I mean, once we're all changed, we will. We, we no longer have human reasoning. Yeah. We have perfect intended reasoning. Reasoning, which what that looks like completely, I don't even know. But I know that will give us an understanding to these things. So it's not something that's going to be on your mind consistently that even it be your mother, your father, your brother, whoever that you're like, man, they weren't a believer. It kills me. It's part of my heart that rips out. Yeah. I know that that's, that's so sad to have to grieve on earth for knowing that. And like I said, I I mean, there's, I think there's, there's, there's little pieces of me that are scared of people that I knew on earth here that I'm not positive that I hope that now I mean my but I know once I get there I'm whether I know or not won't matter because I'll understand the situation well, I think that's part way. of your your point is now will be like you know things will happen I'll be like god why why we just we don't understand why right the right. dice Something fell that way, or, you know? Right. That's, yeah. And so when we get to this point where understanding and knowledge and in, 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 in relationship with God and all of these things are so vastly changed, I feel like that level is not going to be what you're experiencing now, you know? So all of that, no, when you be. understand the reason of these things, it's not that it changes the outcome and that makes it better, 
but you understand the reasoning and come on we do that in real adult life right when you understand the reasoning behind something even if you don't like the outcome you're like okay well i understand it now i get it so i can process that i can you know go through the motions to to finish going dealing with whatever the situation might be whereas right now we 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 don't know all the pieces we don't have all that understanding and so it can be so much more painful in this current stage than it will be sure. then. Sure. So. So that's that's a big uh, commentary on this, but I think where did I leave off? It's not fair to judge me on being lost on this part. Yes. Fifteen. Really enough. All right. We tell you this directly from the Lord: We who are still living when the Lord returns will not meet Him ahead of those who have died. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. First the Christians who have died will rise from their graves. Then together with them we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds. Caught up there, that's where the, this is where the rapture comes from. Mm-hmm. Because we can go and sound really smart and bring up Greek words and all this other stuff like harpazo and stuff. And that's what the original word is. And it's a caught up. It's a snatching away. But it's a violent. It's a the, like the word study. That, yeah. To fall off to, a exactly. Cliff, to fall off a cliff. You reach. That would be harpazo. You know, you snatch up. Which Catch went up. to Raptura, which is where right, we which is rapture. where we get rapture. That, so that's where people, the term like, comes from. Like the Catholics say, say the rapture's not in the Bible. Yeah. Well, well neither. Okay, the word Bible's not in the word Bible. <laughs> uh, the you can go on a list of words. You, that aren't can go through the, Bible. the whole. But that's where rapture the Trinity comes. itself is not in the exactly. Bible. We call it the Trinity, but it's not, not in, Trinity, the in the Bible. But that's where the word rapture comes from. Is this? That's why if you guys have checked out Rapture Awareness, yeah, their shout little out to slogan them. is "Get caught up," because that's where it comes from. Harpazo, caught up, raptura, rapture. So if when people question why you would believe in a pre-trib rapture, and realize too that this is our only, we get ideas throughout Scripture of a rapture. And Hebrews is a New Testament book that was written probably after Thessalonians. So we know that uh, this was revealed to Paul specifically, mm-hmm. the, this plan and, and this whole idea of it. Um, so to get it outside of this is really hard. A lot of people go to Matthew or Luke or Mar- wherever you go to try to pull a rapture out of it. There's some, you know, even you have to be careful even with John, even in the, um, my father has a mansion with many, like you have to be careful with that even. Um, We'll go into a John study one day, but um, although I do believe that that is a rapture illusion in John, but we can't, the first first specific reference to it here is in 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, 17. Or, so read yeah, 17. 17 again since you So I'll read 17 again since I've sought in the middle. If I've confused everybody now. So 17 again. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. 
So encourage each other with these words. So that's the, uh, it's a big one, but we are caught up in the air to meet the Lord. Yeah. This is not the Lord stepping foot on earth. So it's not the so second coming. So it's not the second coming. This is separate event. So this is where, that's where the, a lot of the confusion comes from. Well, and two interesting points or, here. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you. I was just going to say, or opponents to that view will say the catching up was a spiritual catching up, like your, your, your. I don't know. I, I will go into it on the end times because that this verse that will 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 have to come out eventually. What were your two points? The two points, though, one of them being, I love the saying, we're no longer looking for the signs, we're listening for the shout. Right. Look at the things that are going on in the world today. I mean, we are seeing all of these signs that we were told would be coming prior to the second coming. Right. And so if we believe that the rapture, the, Proceeds the snatching the, yeah, away, before, the, know, second before the second coming, no, then these signs are everywhere so therefore we're not looking for the signs anymore we're listening for the shout i love that um and you look at all of these weird boom sounds and all of these crazy you know i mean everybody has all these crazy things that are going on all over the world and all of these crazy funky things it looks like our world is just going bananas you know what was the thing we're watching on the news with the weird shaking and you know i mean everybody's having all these crazy things going on everywhere nobody can explain all these things and it's like how are they going to explain this one? That's going to be an interesting thing to explain. <laughs> but my second point being, I love verse 18 right there. It's so important, even though it's only a few words. So encourage each other with these words. This topic is something that we should be encouraging one another with. We should be excited to talk about this. We should be encouraging and, and discussing this and doing all of that. But it's amazing to see how we have gotten to this point where this isn't really discussed. Well, you know what's funny is do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That that for like that, that there's there's got to be a little bit of element of that in this. Yeah. Because this is completely stifled in so many churches and so oh, many yeah. places, or it's taught in just a like completely ridiculous way. It's one of the it's mm-hmm. it's one or the other. Like we talk about all the time. Yeah. You, you have to. Even though we can't walk a middle ground with with these issues, well, because truth is in the middle, and then there's extreme to one side or the other side. Everything's right. balanced, right? right? The balance is in the middle. Right. Yeah. Truth is truth, and it's mm-hmm. it's right there, and, and there's only there's two sides that'll be built off of each mm-hmm. each side of truth. <laughs> And right, because you could be a Republican or a Democrat, or you could be a Libertarian. Yeah, so you have to, you kind of have to weave your way in one way and out of the other, and then get back and, yeah. and realize. But um, yeah, let's go into five and four. You're what already do we at, do? You're at thirty minutes. Oh, really? Already? Yeah. I knew it. Five, verse one. Now concerning how and when all of this will happen, dear brothers and sisters, we don't really need to write to you. To which every yes, modern do, person Paul. now goes, no, just tell us. <laughs> There's so much 
confusion and argument on this topic. Yeah, and I'm like, you, could, you, could, you could really, really help us a lot. But this obviously shows that during the time this was written, this was something that they was clearly generally understood. had talked about and everybody understood there was no secret to any of this. I mean, it no. was very clear, so why would I keep repeating myself? You know what it is. I was just going to say, if we're at verse, uh, if we're at 30 minutes on chapter 5 already, this is not going okay we'll just try this is going to be difficult verse two for you know quite well that the day of the lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night when people are saying everything is peaceful and secure then disaster will fall upon them as suddenly as a pregnant woman's labor begins and there will be no escape but you aren't in the dark about these things dear brothers and sisters and you won't be surprised when the day of the lord comes like a thief for you are children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to the darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like others. Stay alert and clear-headed. Night is the time when people sleep and drinkers get drunk. But let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. This, ver that, this whole ch chunk of verses right here, the first seven verses... Paul's giving a general like you guys are not going to be surprised when this the timing of this this occurs number one because you're going to be living the lives that you're supposed to be living sure. so you're not going to be surprised in any kind of horrible situation you're supposed to be anyway sure you're not going to be... Because we've had all of these letters that so clearly detail the real-life application of what our lives should literally look like as believers of Christ, what we should be doing, okay? Right. Um, we, you know, and, and he goes on on that, saying, you know, we don't get drunk, crazy part, you know... Parties getting caught up in, in things and affairs of the world. Yeah, if you're a kid and your parents are gone for the weekend but they show up early... You're not throwing a house party and getting in trouble. You are already just hanging out, not doing anything wrong. So if they come home early, you're like, oh, hey. Right. Exactly. I'm not doing anything here to be getting busted for. So what's up? Exactly. It's just like, don't have that house party because you never know when they're going to show up. Yeah. And he's probably going to show up right when you don't want him to. Yeah. Right when you're caught doing things that you, you shouldn't be or so, but he's also giving, not only is he saying that, but it's also saying that you should be clear-headed and staying alert mm -hmm. for these things because then these things won't surprise you. Yes. You won't be surprised as these things increase, as these things... These birth pains. These, these birth pains, which we'll, we'll get to that verse. I don't think I read it through all the way yet did i no i didn't yeah um yeah, yeah i did oh yeah sorry because it's in verse three. Oh yeah you did suddenly as a pregnant woman's labor pains begin yep. and there will be no escape that leading up to that they these things increase and we always tell people now no we're we don't have we're not looking for any signs to show the sign of, of the coming of christ because it's it could be at any moment we only have certain ideas of the season the season because of 
the condition of the world because mm -hmm. of Israel, Israel being the main idea piece of it, of the, 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 the main piece of the puzzle, I would say. But we do the same thing with any other season, right? You know it's summertime when the leaves are fully green, the weather is a certain temperature, you know, there's just certain things that happen, right? You know, you know when it's fall, not because the date said first day of fall, but you know because the leaves are changing color, the night air is getting crisper, and certain fruits and vegetables, or you know what I mean? Like we have so many markers on our all our other things that we would know to be able to tell the season. The season of Christ's return, it's the same idea. There's God is the one who created the seasons, who crafted all of these things. So there are going to be things going on in the world with Israel, the state of society. Well, we know one thing. We, as, as Christians, we believe that there's, as premillennial Christians, we believe that there's the tribulation, the great tribulation is mm -hmm. coming. The seven years of tribulation is mm -hmm. coming. This is all that one world government, mark of the beast, crazy stuff, right? That yeah. everybody talks Antichrist. about. Antichrist. Antichrist stuff. Left behind. The seven year period of tribulation. Mm hmm and we know that the world, there has to be a certain world stage that's set for these events to occur in the way that God works throughout history, the way that he's worked through events and nations, the way that he's moved them around uh, is evident all throughout the Bible. Because there are many prophecies in the Old Testament that have not been fulfilled yet. They will all be fulfilled leading into this time. Right. And so certain powers right. have to be at play for these things to line up if we truly believe every prophecy will be fulfilled exactly as scripture tells right, us. Right, which we know that it will. I mean, Christ... Ezekiel 38. <laughs> Christ fulfilled everything and he is the final realization of the fulfillment of the literal... Um, yeah, I don't think a lot of Christians understand that Christ's feet stepping on earth will fulfill prophecy like yeah. that that prophecy is still yet to be fulfilled and yeah. returning to earth after yeah. the anointed in his feet the anointed the king mm -hmm. standing on the mountain and the lord being amongst his people yes um so that's you know we still have that coming so uh, what was i where was i going with that you have to tell me um because where are you going with that? I don't know. I was saying, I know I was talking about being clear-headed. Yeah. Oh, so so that's right. So one of that means that, um, but we have to be paying attention for the season, so it shouldn't catch us off guard because we should be looking for his return and paying attention right. okay, to so the signs that's of the right. times. This, this, that, yeah, and, the, and these things that have to be moved through the world state in order to yeah. set up this tribulation period. Because we so know that you this, should be watching right. all that, being aware. Correct. So when it does happen, you're not like, "Oh wow, now I have well, an idea." And that's the thing, though, is you can see there's a lot of prophecies of the condition of the way that the world was going to move towards yes. before this time occurs. And as a Christian, knowing these things, you become clear-headed and watchful and staying alert. You're going. Oh, I see exactly mm -hmm. what's going on right now. Are I don't I, I don't know when, but I know now now I'm not surprised. Yeah. Now the day of the Lord will not catch me like a thief. This is because clearly lining up I'm, just as scripture I'm, told. I I think in my poor little human pea brain that he's late. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. "Come on, dude." <laughs> like, it's come on. Time. It's time. So, uh, it but I understand. But I understand that this that is. He is being patient. Yes, he's definitely being patient. But we, as Christians and believers, 
we we look forward to this we should we should all know and we as believers a lot of us and everybody that listens to these uh every single one of us can can probably say that yes we know we feel we all feel that something is close Creation that the lord is, is close mm-hmm. yes and he gives that feeling in all of his yeah. all of his children not to be crazy with but to to you know he definitely is doing this for a purpose you know yeah. all these things in the way that the world is is, is, oh, there is getting no down such thing to as coincidence in the fact of how many people he's pulling away from the world and yeah. out into um, ministry or whether it be homeschooling or whatever it may be he's mm-hmm. the you can there's a there's a large call that i have seen of the lord just Away calling his people and, and it's 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 so funny because it's 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 little commonalities that you is that a real word commonalities? Yeah, commonalities yeah commonalities you have with other people halfway across the the map that you don't even know yeah that are saying the same and feeling the exact exactly. and you're like what yeah, this is crazy and then you realize, and and you realize it's the Holy Spirit working in ways that you had, you know. He he's calling his people. Yeah. So if, if you're listening, oh, yeah. the phone's ringing. If you're listening, you can hear it's up it. To you to and it's up. A, yes. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it, so you need to pay. So now is that time, and we are not going to be surprised. Nope. So reading these things and having Paul saying these things, he's like, hey. Listen, you all are going to understand this. You all will know that this is going to come. Boom. It's going to come at any time. But it's also giving an idea that it's going to become during a time of somewhat peaceful while everything is peaceful and secure. You know, there's claiming there's peace and security. You know, like claiming. Okay, I won't say that because I was going to say like claiming ISIS being defeated. So I did say it. <laughs> things like that. Not that specifically, but things like that. Mm-hmm. Going, oh, everything's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. The world's okay. We'll build We've a wall around the whole United States and we'll all and cover it with wire and... Eagles. Eagles and so they can fight off the drones <laughs> and we can all be safe. It's probably actually a good idea. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Verse 9. Verse (laughs) 9. For God chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out his anger on us. We're not destined for wrath. There's no no way that we have to go through any kind of tribulation like that. I will start reading now because Brandon's computer is possibly dying, and then he's in really big trouble because we don't have another one. But it just shuts off randomly. So verse 10. Christ died for us so that whether we are dead or alive, when he returns, we can live with him forever. So encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are already doing. So now we've got two back-to-back, encourage each other, all again surrounding on this whole end times thing that nobody wants to touch with a 10-foot pole anymore. Verse 12. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work, and live peacefully with each other. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. Always be joyful. 
Never stop praying. Be- Never stop praying. That's a verse. It's almost the shortest verse in the Bible. Almost, it's not. Jesus yeah. wept is, but yeah. it's... Always be joyful and never stop praying. Or right there. Verse 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. So we've got what? From 12 through verse 22. Quite literally a checklist for us that we can go through and assess ourselves and go, am I doing these things? Is this how I'm behaving? Is this how I'm treating others? Um, I love here that we're talking about the scoffers being within the church scoffing at prophecies do you look at these things do you look at these in time prophecies that we are still waiting to be realized and fulfilled and scoff at them don't do that this stuff is yeah isn't it funny that he says that after giving this whole idea of of you know the the being caught up and all Mm -hmm. these and yet saying don't scoff at future prophecies still yet to be fulfilled yeah it's not something to to make light of and i feel like as a whole we have definitely made light of it pushed it out we don't see yet to be fulfilled yeah but we don't we don't talk about it we don't encourage one another based off of it you know what i mean it's just it's almost become like a taboo topic within christianity which is Mm mind-blowing verse 23 Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. Dear brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all the brothers and sisters with a sacred kiss. I command you in the name of the Lord to read this letter to all the brothers and sisters. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And that's it for 1 Thessalonians. I don't think I'm going to go. I promise I won't go off too much on that so we can keep this kind of short and we'll just leave the rest of it for the in uh, time. Yeah, we are working on. I know you guys have all requested. It just, that one's going to take, um, that one's going to be like a couple parts probably. And a couple. I'm working on it right now. <laughs> He's trying. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, of course, and every day. And again, if there's anything at all that we can do for you, please do not hesitate. Reach out to us and let us know because we'd love to hear from you. Please do. Have a good day.